2: Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And on this podcast, we're all about exploring the intricacies of the wife-centric lifestyle, which is just my other way of saying wife-sharing lifestyle. Um, I like the word wife-centric because it, I think it kind of epitomizes what separates this lifestyle from swinging and that the focus is placed on the, the female partner in the, in the dynamic. Um, so be that hot wifing, be it cuckolding, be it stag vixen, and also, I like to throw a little bit of the, uh, the, the interracial angle in there as well, being that that's the end of the pool that I personally swim in. Um, so with that being said, I have uh, two people here with me who I've been kind of chasing down for, trying to trace down for a while. Um, it's a, you know, the old testament of, you know, of being patient and patience paying off. So I finally have her here with me. So I have hot wife, Suzanne, and her husband, Dirk. Why don't you guys say hello? Hey there. Hi. Finally, I
1: know, right? Finally,
2: finally here, <laughs> finally here. Um, I've been, you know, aware of you on on Twitter for a while. I got to meet you guys at at, at Splash, and for those who don't know, I'm still at Splash, um, in Atlanta. So they, you know, these two fine people are sitting right here in front of me right now. Um, I've seen you at Splash before. We've hung out and talked, and I, I think you and your husband are like really cool and everything. So I really wanted to kind of have you on, and you know let not only my listeners, but your followers as well kind of know, you know, a little more about the, you know, the lady behind all the sexy (laughs) pics. So what I'll start with is how long have you guys been married?
1: We have been married almost 29 years.
2: Okay. And how long have you known each other? Uh, uh,
1: 32, thirty-two, thirty.
2: Five. <laughs> we met a long, when,
1: long time ago.
2: Yeah, I think I was nineteen. Yeah, we were
1: nineteen.
2: We met in college. So who saw each? Who saw whom first? I saw her. Okay. What do you remember about the first time you saw her? Like were you by yourself? Were you with your friends?
0: I was with my friends, and uh, we left the dorm room. It was I don't know. It was a weekend or something, and I, I left the dorm room, and I was walking down the common area, and I saw this brunette sitting on the wall, <laughs> legs crossed. I just sitting there. This Looked like this perfect cheerleader type girl. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, damn. And then um, I learned later that she was in the same dorm as me. Mm -hmm. She was a year ahead of me. Okay.
2: And that's, so that all started. Mm -hmm. So you were single when you, but you weren't like already with somebody and he had to wait?
1: Nope, nope, nope.
2: Yeah,
0: I didn't have to wait for anything for that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever.
2: Did, did, did she play hard to get at all, or you guys hit it no, off
1: like right away? No, I did not.
0: Play no, we, we went to, I th- it was a blind date party for my fraternity, and I was a pledge. Mm-hmm. But she was a little sister for the fraternity, so she already knew everyone. And I asked her out for the blind date, and she said yes. At least this is what I recall, and this is okay. what I'm sticking to. Okay. And then uh, we, we went to the fraternity house for the party, and it was snowing out, and then we just hit it off, and... Got her back in my dorm room that night. Banged her. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those things that then we didn't talk for a while after that. Yeah, so I maybe she can tell. Months. So like it, ha- it was like a, this thing. And then we were like, hmm. And we both went separate ways. And maybe she can... Talk yeah, so about what, how we got
2: reconnected. Yeah. So what's your what's your side of that story after the the night where he so romantically banged you? Right. <laughs> um, you know all yep. that charm. How could you I resist? Know, I, know, I was right? charming during it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't. I don't know what happened. I guess we were both kind of wasn't our thing or so, like kind of we weren't that open at that time or something. So yeah, we didn't talk to each other for about five months, mm-hmm. and then we just passed each other one day, and then that's pretty much all. She and went been Then we've together been together ever since. since then, yeah, wow. for the most part. Yeah. I talked to a lot of couples yeah.
2: who met in like high school and in college. Like, yeah. I love seeing these, like, yeah. enduring.
1: We went to the same high school. We just didn't know each other. Oh, wow. And in fact, when I was, like, in elementary school. Um, oh, yeah. We, yeah, like, we lived in the same neighborhood. So, like, we pretty much have Fate, been, yeah, 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 yeah you for you a long time. Yeah, you've always yeah, been exactly. a- a- around each other. Yep, yep.
2: So, okay, so you're married for obviously for a long time. Yep when did lifestyle like when did the idea first even pop into your mind of whether did you guys come in through the swinging door first like doing the couples swap thing
1: um kind kind not no no so you
2: came straight into the single male friendly aspect of the lifestyle Yes. yes was it your idea initially or her idea initially like i'm talking about the very first conversation mine Okay, and before you even brought it up to her, how long had the idea been floating around in your head? It's hard. Um, Like, we went through some
0: stuff, like all couples do, went through counseling, got stuck, and then we realized how to communicate better. Mm -hmm. So I had these new skills of how to communicate. And we realized that if we're going to make this work, we need to be totally open with each other. And I think, I don't know how it started, but I remember... Me saying something, I'm like, "Hey, would you be interested in something like this?" But then, how it started was, and she can tell that story. Is a friend of ours came over, but prior to that, I've been—I didn't even know this lifestyle existed. Right? I had no idea. Four years ago, I had no idea people did this. Mm. I would have said that's bullshit. And then we've we got into it, but the way we got into it, and I'll let her tell that story, is how that happened okay Suzanne yeah. it's on
1: you. so a vanilla friend that we had known for about a decade um, was single and he came over to our house for dinner and so the three of us are sitting at our kitchen table eating Chinese food or something silly like that and next thing I know like the guy had his hand on my shirt just like messing with Dirk about it and um, then they started laughing and like they're like oh let's go upstairs to the office which was like a separate entity of our house. And I was like, okay, but I'm not doing anything yet. Somehow I was still willingly walking up the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> um, and so we kind of messed around for a little bit. And then like the following weekend, it we full blown, like, that's when it happened. That's when I a- had sex with him and um, Dirk watched and took pictures of it. And we both after kind of giggled and Dirk made like, are you okay? And I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm fine. And um, kind of like other things, I had to synthesize that, so I, I let it sit for a good few months
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, before I said, you remember that thing that happened? And um, Dirk said yes, and I was like, well, you either really like it or really don't like it. Like, there's not...
2: There is no gray area. There is
1: no gray area. You're either all in or all out. And he said yes, and I was like, well, I, I liked it and so meantime he obviously liked it because he was on a swinger website having us a we already had a profile we had a profile (laughs) we had messages like it was just waiting for for it was waiting for me to say yes and um so he's i never forget sitting on the front porch with a glass of wine looking at a computer and dirk showing me picture uh Uh, pictures of from the website Mm -hmm. and he's like i just never forget him saying like i really think that you might like a black guy and he (laughs) showed me a few profiles and sure enough like we met up with like two in like one week and then we were all in like it, mm. it, we were all in, there was no more gray area <laughs> right. of, of that. I mean, we tried swinger parties, we tried uh, resorts, we tried more single guys, we tried married couples like the next, over the next few months, like it was just like a kid in a candy store. That yeah, we it, dove in head first.
2: Yeah. 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 Right into the, right into the deep end of the yeah. Room. We weren't yep. fucking around the Shaolin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you can curse, but <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> Shit. I'm <laughs> this sorry. Is, this is not network TV. You're, All you're, right. We, you, we, we we do blue. Okay. Blue is fine here. Um, but it sounds like in in the grand scheme of things that you know compared to you know other people that I've talked to that you guys had a pretty streamlined and simplified transition into this. Like from the time you brought it up to you know, the time that first experience happened and then you reflect and then you decide, you know what, I want to do this and and, and you started to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So usually when a husband brings it up, I've seen wives have one of three reactions as far as what their initial thoughts are. And I'm curious if you experienced any of them or any combination of them. The first is usually, because in this society, we're so conditioned to men being jealous Mm -hmm. that the way that it's excused is, Oh, I get jealous because I care. Right. If I didn't care about you, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't get jealous. And so that kind of seeps into your thinking a little bit. And so when your husband is telling you, I want to see you fucking another man. And he's telling you that that won't make him jealous. Sometimes that first thought is, well, do you love me as much as you claim to? Because why doesn't this make you jealous? So it is either that thought or there's the thought of, you know, if I do this, are you going to still see me the same way? In other words, are, you know, are you going to throw this up in my face at some point? Am mm-hmm. I still going to be, right? you know, the, the love of your life, the mother of your kids? And all, Use it and against or, me. Right, or are you yes. going to start seeing me as some kind of whore? Right. You know what I'm saying? And the uh, the third thing that I, I, I usually see uh, that come up in addition to, you know, if it's her wondering if he really loves her or, you know, if he's going to change, the, you know, the the way that he looks at her. Why is the third one escaping me? I've done this like a million times and not a third one is, is, is freaking. How about the one me? where, <laughs> let me help you. I don't know if okay. this is your third one. No, it but could be. What I, what I'm, I see. I'm brain farting over here. What I, mean.
0: I see, though, sometimes is I see husbands wanting to get in the swinging because they want to bang another woman.
2: Well, yeah, Like they don't really care. Yeah. but I, that that's definitely common. That wasn't one of the 3, but that's definitely very right. common. Like it, it it's a very selfish motivation. It's like Correct. how can I how can I get more pussy without getting divorced? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not even thinking about necessarily what she's going to get out of it. Correct. And they start swinging and it's funny cuz I've I've seen that happen a number of times where they'll, you know, they'll finally get the couple and he's really into the wife right. and, and the playing starts and He's, he's looking at this woman that he's about to bang, and then he kind of looks over at his wife, and it's like, oh, shit, that's hot. <laughs> like, like, prior to that moment, he never even thought about the fact that that would happen. Right. And now he's watching, and even though he has this woman in front of him that he's been trying to get, trying to, you know, get his wife to get into swinging, he can't take his eyes off his wife. Right. Almost to the point where he's ignoring this woman that he's been waiting well, I think that's what happened
1: get. with with us. We tried swinging, and then you found that although it was fun, that you ultimately would prefer to watch.
2: Yeah, because when she's with a guy, you don't have to worry about the other. You know, you can get your popcorn and drink and just sit back and enjoy it. And <laughs> no, I
0: know. mean that's. I mean, really, that's why. And it's weird because I talk to air quote friends in the lifestyle, mm. and they're always like, "Wait, you started with the single guys?" I was like, "Yeah." And it's just, and I didn't realize it was. Well, at least that it seemed taboo, but to me, I was like, I was cool with it. And then we, you know, and I obviously wanted the, the hesitation I had is we've been married for that long. I had no game. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell to say to a woman, like because I've I've never cheated, I've never done anything. Like I didn't know what to do. So then, as a as a guy, you have to put yourself in this. I'm a single guy. I have to actually. Be charming, which isn't a problem for me, but, but no, but to go to a woman and it just felt awkward going to a married woman, picking her up in front of her husband and having sex with her. And we've done that a few times and I am just not, I'm all, I, I'm always worried about her. Like does she, it, is she doing this, this guy that she might, I'm worried, is she, is she enjoying herself? So I think too much and things some, sometimes don't work. And so, but the single guy I think just what you said is true. I can sit there and watch. So I've identified that I'm a voyeur. I mean, mm-hmm. I love watching. Right. Not to say that I don't like playing with a beautiful woman. I do, mm-hmm. um, but I do that sparingly. I take quality over over quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, like being here at this event, why would I? Why why would I be at this event if I didn't enjoy watching my wife? Well, you went a couple hundred, <laughs> right? Right, that's the thing. And so, I guess I had that mindset when we started. It didn't. Um, I didn't develop that mindset. Mm-hmm. It just I, we started with that, and then we tried to do what everyone else
2: does, and it's okay. And but we don't go to swingers parties. Yeah, no, it's you, we're not against them, but yeah. No, you you said something very interesting because I've, I've I've spoken on it a number of times, and you're the first husband to actually articulate it. The way you did, and you know, and I've gotten this from talking to couples who made the transition from swinging, and it's what you said about not having any game and being so honest about that is one of the things that you see in swinging a lot is from from my perspective, having been involved in that world myself is it's almost. It's almost like a lot of the wives don't really have agency. In other words, it's like, hey, I like your wife. You like mine. Let's go. It's like, well, what about what she likes? Maybe she's not into the guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. it's A hundred percent. And it's like what you said, you know, like it never seems to be, oh, let me approach this couple and make his wife want to be with me. It's almost like, okay, let me approach this couple and make him want my wife because then that opens up the door to me being with his wife mm-hmm. and then we can go off. And it's always struck me as like, well, what about what she wants? And when I've explained my dynamic to people, you know, uh, people who are kind of on the outside looking in and they say, Oh, well it sounds like you're a swinger. And I'm like, no, because I can do what swinger husbands do all day long. What I mean by that is I can be a partner with somebody and go somewhere and we can talk to couples. And if we find somebody we click with, make it happen, everything like that, but they can't do what I do. For the most part. And what I mean by that is if you remove their wife from the equation and say go over there and talk to that couple and get that woman to want to have sex with you. They don't know what to do because right. they're so used to using their wife as the starting point right. or as the linchpin yeah. in the whole thing that when you force them to be right. their own person and like you said be charming and engaging and make this woman want them and flirt and not only that but make her husband comfortable enough with you where he's cool with her being with you. That's the skill that I see a lot of husbands and swinging couples lacking, I guess because they're not put in the position to do it. So that right. skill is never really honed.
0: They're, it's awkward. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the best way. It's awkward. It's like, okay, like we're at a party once. Mm-hmm. And she's like, look, I'm good. I, don't, I just Let's just have fun. If you see a lady you like, I'll be at the chip ball. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about <laughs> me. Because I always worry if I go off. And she goes, like, "I'll come back." Like, "Where's my wife?" Then I'll start freaking out. Goes, no, I'll be at the chip bowl. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm guarding the chips. Don't worry about <laughs> it. You go do whatever. <laughs> then it's like, "Oh my god, there's no, there's nothing holding me back." Mm-hmm. And then it's like, "What do I say?" And it's hard. It's like, but then there you got that. But then I find a dynamic if it's going to be a single guy. And us, it's a three way dynamic. I don't mean three way in a sexual term. Yeah. But in a way that there is mutual respect, right? All around is what I mean. When you get another couple, now you got four. Everything has to be just lined up perfectly. The stars have to align, and it's really hard to find the couple that we're both attracted to. It, ne- I do not say never. It hardly ever happens, and it ends up that one person is settling. Mm-hmm. To make the other person happy, and I was like, "Well, she's the hottest person at the party. Why am I even worrying about this other couple?" Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the mindset
2: we did, and so all those dynamics you say are true, right? There's just a lot to it. No, absolutely. I'm curious, being that you, you know, that you dipped your feet in in the swinging uh, pool, when you have conversations with swinger couples, like you said, the way people react when you tell them that you started off with single guys. Does it ever feel like you're almost like defending the fact that you get your pleasure from watching and you know because I'm one hundred percent. It's almost like, I almost what do you don't, mean want you don't play you know, like, like the,
0: yeah. And I feel like I get judged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if we go to like we have where we live, we have a local group of of lifestyle friends, and we'll mm-hmm. go to their party once or to- twice a year. It's casual. There's like and I and I'm I don't want to say I'm... I don't bring it up, but when the people bring it up, oh Suzanne likes this. Mm-hmm. And it's just. And I don't like that. I don't like people judging. I don't know if they're judging, but I feel like they might be judging. But you're 100% right. People are like, really?
2: You started that way? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, why not? Well, uh, there's a word, and I'm, I'm doing my best to expand the, the, the use of it uh, because I feel like it, it, this word is like the cornerstone of what makes uh, all of this work. Are you familiar with the word compersion at mm-hmm. all? Well, it's a relatively new word. So if you think about it like a graph, right? You have, you know, you have you and you have your partner. We all know what jealousy is. Like, you're, you know, you're, your partner is happy. That makes you upset. You right. Know, we've, all, we've all dealt with jealousy. You know, we have empathy. You know, your partner is sad. You're sad. Right. You know, you have the German word, I believe, is scheidenfraud. So basically it's taking joy in someone else's misery. Right. You know, which it's funny because up until recently, I thought that that was like a totally negative thing. Like, like, like who would take joy in someone's misery? Like it's so fucked up to right. be happy when somebody else is miser- miserable. And, and then I started to think about it and that's actually funny because the couple is staying next door to us. But I was watching his wife flog him in one of the playrooms one night and she was beating his ass. And Wait, men can, can get flogged here? No.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Sorry. And that's another podcast. Yeah. yeah All right. That's, sorry.
2: That's, that'll be in another future episode. <laughs> and I'm like egging her on. I'm like, has, does he ever do anything to make you mad at home? Like, does he leave stuff out? Or do you, wh- what do you hate when he does? Like, as she's flogging him, like, trying to egg her <laughs> that's on. That's awesome. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm experiencing, like, Scheidenfrau right now. <laughs> and, then yeah. I, and, and then I thought about it in an even broader context of when it comes up more naturally is, like, okay, like, I'm a sports fan, right? I'm a huge Eagles fan, which means I'm very anti-Cowboys, okay? And as a sports fan, to me, there's nothing more refreshing than a tall, cold glass of Cowboy tears, (laughs) you know? And I'm thinking, like, okay, that's a version of – because when when that fan base is miserable, I'm happy. I'm with you, man. I hate the Tennessee Titans. So to bring that full circle to compersion, compersion is the feeling of your partner being happy, and that makes you happy. And for me, that is the thing that makes this lifestyle.
0: So, compersion work. is you get joy out of your partner's joy, getting joy not necessarily from you, but having experiencing right. pleasure. Right. Whatever it, it is, it, shopping, whatever. Okay.
2: Yeah. Like, think about like your kids playing <laughs> yeah, sports correct. and and having a moment that doesn't involve you at all, but right. you're you're experiencing that right. feeling. Like somebody else is happy, and that feeling makes you happy. And what I've learned is. That feeling is pretty much prevalent within like every husband in this lifestyle, but yet when I look at the swinging side, I see a lot of, I see a lot more playing that seems more transactional. Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, okay, I'm gonna let you fuck my wife, but only because that's the only way that I can fuck your wife, right? You know, right,
0: the, and that's and you nailed it right on the head. That's that's it. It's yeah. transactional, and I'm old. I've been married for a long time. I'm quaint. I'm happy with my life and everything. It's what I say. It's just it's quality over quantity, and mm-hmm. and it's that turns me off is when it's just about you see the guy at the party,
2: mm-hmm.
0: whatever, trying to you know yeah. It, I don't think that's genuine. I don't think because even it's though not it's sustainable, no, it's not. I don't. I think, but also in the lifestyle, even though we're married, but but there still needs to be some sort of connection. I mean, it doesn't have, I mean, it could be an hour's worth of talking to get a connection. There has to be something there. It's oh, not like... Because I'm not... Even if the woman's so beautiful, I, I want to know something about her first. I just can't... And you're right. I think you nailed it on the head. And that's one thing that turns me off
2: about the swinging part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people know what my thoughts are towards swinging. You know, I, I have to kind of keep them down sometimes because I can get riled up... <laughs> When uh, talking about just because I've talked to so many women that come from that, whether they that relationship ended and they started another one and realize, okay, I'm going to go after what I want now, as opposed to, you know, doing what he was wanting me to do. And I've just heard so many stories of them being like feeling like they were used as like bargaining chips, you know, like uses the VIP pass to get in the club. Like, hey, look at my wife. She's hot. You know, it's like, well, tell us about you. Well, what do you need to know about me? I got a hot wife. Like, right, what, right. what else do I need?
0: We, you know. There's a term. We had uh, these couple come down uh, to the house, and we went out the boat and had fun. We we talked about this whole thing, and how difficult it is sometimes to meet compatible couples. And mm-hmm. they had this term called a nine-to-five couple. Mm-hmm. And that just, once they told me that term, it just ringed true. It's like, and I... You can use this in a variety of terms. You can use it for looks. You can look, use it for personality. You can do whatever with it. So typically, you have this beautiful woman, mm-hmm. but then her husband's not taking care of himself because he's has a beautiful wife and says, well, and I'm not castigating all people in this. I'm just saying it seems to be, oh, I got her. Yeah. I can just look like this because I got her.
2: Yeah, it looks like a lot of guys outkick their coverage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the w- way to do it.
0: And I think that's, then they have this attitude. It's like, well, why doesn't she want to sleep with me? Well, you're just, she's not attracted to you. I mean, yeah. No, it's, it's the couple things hard. It's just really hard. And then it, for me, like I don't want to put a lot of emotional IQ into this. I don't want to put a lot. I mean, I, cause I have her to do That's, all my emotional stuff is funneled through her, right? This is physical and friendly. Mm-hmm. How hard do you want to work for that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah.
2: There's there's a there's a balance. No, absolutely. So let me ask you this, and Suzanne, I'll ask you this question, and then I'm going to turn it to you, Dirt. In your journey, especially in the beginning, what were some of the things that? you struggle to kind of come to grips with and rationalize in your brain? Like what were the hardest parts of like everything that's involved with being, you know, uh, you know, a hot wife, what were some of the things that took a little bit of effort on your part to learn to deal with and overcome, or was it just smooth sailing from the beginning and you had none of that stuff
1: to contend with? Um, it was, it was pretty smooth sailing. I would say the thing that Mm -hmm. we struggled the most with was, um, that emotional side of things that Dirk mentioned a minute ago, um, meeting a guy, um, having drinks, like, talking, the chit-chat back and forth prior to meeting, um, and then us meeting, and um, so then what happens after? Mm -hmm. Like, it's over, we've met up, we've had a great time, and so now there may be months there may be years that pass before. so it was like that chit chat after that i feel like was a problem for us for a little while like you would be like why are you still messaging him and oh I oh, oh okay like, i right. feel nerd like i just just being friendly and you I understand yeah you were okay. like oh like, you're right like yep. i feel like that was our biggest issue was
0: it was like, yeah. i mean
1: it took you a while to feel like secure that
0: our so thing is coffee is time <laughs> yes
1: Yes. so we exactly. have this whole
0: thing oh, it's not my turn so i won't talk yet no, no you're fine no just, no just
1: we have a time where we um after where we kind of regroup um you know maybe the next morning like during coffee a coffee time um and just kind of rehash how the evening went or how the event you know was and then you know at that time talk about any feelings that we had mm-hmm. to work them out so there's never anything underlying that's not being brought out to the surface and talked about so that we can then move on from there and
0: I agree
2: and how about yeah. you what were some of the things that you kind of had to go over in your mind I you had did? a shit
0: ton of things in my mind
2: for this <laughs> well, well, please share <laughs>
0: I got to tell you it, this has been a journey um the first off, you have to get, like you mentioned, a jealousy. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, the act of jealousy, but I had post-jealousy, meaning just what, what Suzanne was saying. It's like, you have to get, comp- I was always worried at the beginning, okay, well, does she like this guy more than me? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the standard right. stuff. Yeah. And I'm stubborn and hard-headed, so it just takes a long time to get through my thick skull about this. So we do these morning huddles, and something would happen, um the night before, and we, we we'll like, hey, rule, we'll talk about the next morning when we're both just sitting there, but yeah, it was that, it's like, okay, then it's like, obviously you have to come to terms, like, you know, there's going to be better looking guys than you, there's going to be guys with bigger dicks than you, I and mean, there's all these things, like, mm-hmm. everyone's different, so, and then, it's just the emotional part of it, but because we learn these, communic- or I've learned these communication skills prior, mm-hmm. it, we just said, like, if we're going to do this lifestyle, we need to be 100% honest with each other. And there's this unicorn that we know, and it's the best advice. She goes, it's just dancing. You're just dancing with someone. And then her thing was, don't get greedy. And then that just resonated with me. And then so, yeah, there was issues. Like, um, like a guy would then, they'd be messaging ahead of time. I'm all horned up. I'm totally done with it. I, and I would like to watch them. Then the guy would leave. Mm-hmm. I would come. Oh, that post nut clarity, right? And then it's like I no, it's, <laughs> yes. it's, and I still have. It's almost like a feeling of like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do it in front of. Like, if there's a guy there, I'm like, I would be like, get the fuck out of the room. I, I would be like that. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better, but then it's just like the next morning. It's like you have these feelings of guilt. You have feelings of inadequacy. All this kind of stuff mm-hmm. that you have. So I dealt with that, and it's really taken. We've been doing this for uh,
1: four years.
0: Four years. Yeah. I mean, it really this.
1: It's it, definitely a journey. It's a journey. So yeah. it's really
0: taken me four years. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: But I got to tell you, like, it's amazing because we're so open with each other. Whatever she wants, she's going to say it. Now we're going to have, as a team, agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever I want, we're going to talk about it. So yes, it took me four years to come over all this, the jealousy and aqu- all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I told her this yesterday. I was like, you know what, babe? I just realized this. You could literally come here with Mike. Mm -hmm. Be here for the weekend. On Monday morning, you're home. You're still the same person that you were when you left on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And to me, that says a lot. It's like, and I've just finally come to those terms I would say in six months unless like it sound, it months. sounds so basic now yeah, just to say it but, but to get I it get does it. sound, yeah. but it took me that long because mm-hmm. there's a lot of other shit that yeah. at least in a guy's mind mm-hmm. and especially if you you know guys are you know if if you're a cocky guy or out a you know, thing like this once you can lower those barriers mm-hmm. it's this whole new world just opens to you and it's better. So I, in a long way, I answered your question. Yeah, no, but Basically, absolutely. it took me three and a half years to come to terms, and it's all about communication. Knowing that this is my wife, nothing that we do here is going to change
2: that. It's a, it's dancing. I think one one of the things that gets men in trouble is we we know the value, right, wrong, or indifferent. We know the value that we place on sex, right, right and we think we get in trouble when we think that women view it the same way that we do. And what i mean by that is, what That's i mean by that is like one of the things i've noticed about the wives in this lifestyle compared to the husbands y'all are much better at compartmentalizing the lifestyle. <laughs> we
0: just the men is suck so funny. At it.
2: The men suck at it. Like i can i can text a husband and he can be in the middle of a meeting and i can ask him a question about his wife and before the end of the afternoon he's going to respond regardless of what the question is like it could be something hey when's the last time your wife got dp'd and he could be on a conference call you know what i'm saying and he will he'll go to the bathroom and answer the question <laughs> whereas women it's like hey i'm in mommy mood i'll talk to you later you know what i'm saying like they can like the, the, a wife can come home from splash and take splash and sit it up on the shelf yep. and yep. not even think about it until the next event whereas the husbands are like oh, I'm going to take the splash down and play with it and look at the pictures and yeah. the videos and relive it and everything you, like that. Actually, but just you,
1: a few days ago, Dirk said that, that he's like, you're much better at, commenta- you know, com- par- compartmentalizing, compartmentalizing. Yeah, that, <laughs> um, than I am. Um, it's all that dick you had this weekend. I know, yeah. makes me idiot. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, we're, when I'm at home in my house and we're just husband and wife and there's kids there mm. and all that, that... Um, I am able to be that person. But you
0: know It goes both ways, though. Sometimes when she's that person, Mm -hmm. she's my wife, she's mom, whatever. If I, for some reason, in in the other mode, I'm like... what, you don't like me? But <laughs> last weekend, you fucked all those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here. I you're not going to fuck you me. Fuck it. You said that. And that's, <laughs> but that happens because you're 100% you say right. that all the time. <laughs> I don't have compartments. I've got, I got meandering stuff that just yeah. goes through my head. Yeah, it's yeah. all and in a it's, sack. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a gel. It just keeps going yeah. back. And then... It's, it's funny you yeah. Like, yeah, you're 100% right. That's yeah. the way it is. I mean, me yeah, personally. Yeah, sometimes you
1: forget I'm not always yeah. a hot wife. That you
0: right. <laughs> I'm like, fuck,
2: I forgot. She's a mom. Oh, yeah, we have we have kids. Sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm at work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it, like It's it's almost like effortless the way that they do it because they can do it so seamlessly. And, and, and that's what. But, and we, the men suck at it. But I think as a husband, though,
0: you can get jealous thinking that. And it's just them compartmentalizing it. Just like you said, well, they're not saying anything. They must have really liked that guy. Mm -hmm. They must be thinking about him in the back of their mind because they're not talking about it. That's, I think that's the whole thing is compartmentalizing. I think understanding that she can compartmentalize this Mm -hmm. took me three and a half years to figure out. Yeah, that's Now I know it, Mm -hmm. it's all gotten better. So everybody said earlier, it's exactly what you just said. Yeah, that's big.
1: Yeah, it's huge. The other thing that um, I remember telling you that you... um, made a light bulb go off in your head um, was when I said, uh, like, Finding Nemo movie. Yeah. Um, The character who had, like, kept getting sidetracked. Dory.
2: Oh, Dory, yeah. Was it Dory? It was Dory. It was Dory. Dory. Yes, Dory.
1: that Yes, like, it's like, oh, this hot guy. Oh, that (laughs) hot guy. Oh, that hot guy. Like, that it... Like, because there is, it's not just me and you and somebody else, that there's lots of people Mm -hmm. and that, you know, although, you know, because, you know, him and I had that connection a minute ago, I might think about him for a few minutes, but then a few minutes later, you know, another fish Goes by, and I'm my head is turned, and yep. I'm totally focused on that one, and then you know, from there. And then I remember when I told you that you were like, Oh, it's, yeah, okay, 100%. Yeah, like, it's like exactly like, like
0: if you go to all you buffet, you're not gonna get the same thing over again, you're gonna yeah. fill up everything, mm-hmm. and then right, and it's and that definitely made a difference. And it's funny because I'm different, though. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather find like if I play with a unicorn, it's gonna be one woman, it's all I play with, just, just one same person. And if we're just – I think that's how we're different. That's how this works mm-hmm. because that's what she likes. This is what I like. We're both good with it, and it all, it all came from communicating, and I think that's the – what That's the big thing, yeah. The biggest thing yeah. with everything we do, and it's it's transitioned to, I think, swinging or however you want to call it, goodness lifestyle has changed my life in a way of just being I'm an open, honest person, mm-hmm. and I'm really a much better – I'm better communicating my feelings or listening—I'm mm-hmm. a better
2: listener. That's a, that's a, that's a, a very good point because that that's the thing that every couple I have on the show, every couple I've ever talked to, it always goes back to communication. Mm-hmm. Like you talk to yes. anybody, they will always tell you that communication—you know—is is is the most important uh, thing by far. Oh, like yeah. it's like whatever second is a distant second, mm-hmm. right? But one of the things, kind of going back to what we were talking about about uh, compartmentalizing, is. I find that quality very sexy in the women in this lifestyle. Like the women that I talk to and, you know, sometimes I'll be texting them or on the phone with them or whatever. And I tell them I love it when they go into mommy mode because I'm always seeing the contrast. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm respecting her space. Like I'm not trying to heap my dirty thoughts on her as she's in mommy mode or work women women mode or whatever, but I'm still thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I just keep it to myself. Because I'm like, wow, she's taking the kids to soccer or doing this or taking her daughter to Girl Scout or she's selling cookies. Well, <laughs> Friday night, me and my buddy were dp in her. <laughs> you know? And I just love how they can just go yeah. back and forth between it is. the two. It's
0: like I'll be scrolling through Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my wife. And meanwhile, she's calling me and says, hey, um, you need to pick up this the cat. We don't have any cat food. Yeah, uh, cat <laughs> exactly. Food. <laughs> and I'll, and she's like, and yeah, it's a good picture. By the we still need cat food yeah. and cat treats. <laughs> I don't know how they do it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like, is this the same person? Like, like how can you be talking about cat food and litter? <laughs> and you, you just this? got DP'd on Friday night. Yeah, you, you want the cats to be fucking fed? Yeah, you took five loads to the face. Like, <laughs> that, doesn't that stick with you? Like, how could you just brush it aside? But so it sticks with me. Like, it's. You know why? I, I'm hard yeah. for like three you know days. Why? Because if a guy has like a threesome, he's thinking about it all week at work. He's fucking up at work. It's like, I'm talking about like the typical guy. Like yeah. In the lifestyle, you get used to being yeah. in those right, right, right. extreme sexual situations. But for the average guy, that stuff is on your brain. It's like, it's not far from the front. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why I always see is husbands struggle with that because they- are not able to compartmentalize as well as their wives can. Can't do it. And it almost makes husbands want to say, like, do you even like doing this? Because you can put it out of mind so quickly and easily and focus on the task at hand, be it running your household, running your business, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And being that guys can't really do that, we can't. Fathom how you can do it. Like, oh, well, she must not really be into it. Is she doing it just because I said it? You know, because yeah. I want her to do it? Is she really into it? And it's like, oh, yeah, she's really into it. But when it's over, she's able to just, okay, put that back on the shelf. It's an amazing we'll gift they have. It. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, th- I just think like that it's inherent in women because they seem to all be able to do it. Yeah, they do give birth
0: to everyone who's alive. So yeah. they, they got some skill.
2: <laughs> no, no, they're, they're, no they're, they're actually, you know, really, really, really good at, at doing that. So I'm, I'm curious to kind of transition into – um, like I said, I've, I've, I follow you guys on Twitter mm-hmm. and I, I know, you know, you kind of threw your, you know, your hat into the OnlyFans thing. But before yep. I get to that, how did you, like, how do you decide who knows and who doesn't know about your involvement? Because here's the thing that I've noticed about the couples in the lifestyle is when you're around your vanilla friends, yes, you know, you're, that couple who your friends are always saying, like, well, why don't you guys get a room? Or you act like you're still dating, because basically, because you still have the hots for your wife.
0: We don't. I'm I'm kidding. Kidding. <laughs> we, no, we do, but we're we we're not that couple. I mean, we yeah, we especially this one. Mm-hmm. She can com- become completely vanilla, mm-hmm. and no one would ever know. I mean, there's just one example. I get. Can I tell a story about our Maybe, trip? Maybe I don't know it, but right. okay go ahead. So we're on a vacation with our <laughs> vanilla friends, and it was three other couples.
1: Um, I know the story, yes. And yes,
0: yes, we're in yes. Europe, vacation, and we're just sitting around the room. We're drinking and all, these women start talking about squirting. <laughs> Suzanne now, looks at me across the room with these eyes like, do not
2: say a fucking- Yeah, because I've seen your videos. You're like the squirt queen. I right am. No, I know. I she am. is.
0: And I, I, was, I was like, I was about, like, no, it's not real. It's this. I was like, wait. Yeah, I've it. tasted it. It's not urine. Yeah. She squirts at me all the time. But I couldn't say it. She's literally she do not say a thing. And these women are just talking. About, oh, it's gross. No one does that. And then you yeah, can see they the were hu-
1: talking. They were talking. they were like, I would never pee in my bed. And this other lady's like, it's only for porn people. And I just kept looking at my lap, and I didn't say.
2: So, word. we're good at. So, we're like, good. I've seen this lady squirt like across the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I like can't. when a judge comes out with the tape measure afterwards, like, oh, yeah. we got a new world record. But <laughs> no, we got hazmat teams yeah. in there right now just <laughs> to get the room back, yeah. back
0: together.
1: Yeah. But it's right. I always so, say I'm just hiding in plain sight. That's, I would say. And she's yeah. so good. At,
0: whereas she has to make sure. All right, I have no down.
1: need to like walk in the grocery store half dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I d- want her to though, but know she won't. Yeah. I know you, I do, of course I just don't need it. I don't need the attention. Um, I just, I just hide in plain sight. I would say most of the time I'm pretty conservative about most things, which is why it confuses you sometimes I would say. Most times. Yeah.
0: I get confused a lot. Yeah. I would
1: say, (laughs) yeah, we even went out to dinner with some friends of ours, um, that are in the lifestyle that Mm I, I shoot with the woman sometimes. And we went out to dinner and she, you know, had thigh high boots, no underwear, no bra, like tight. Right. Like seat dress, you know, and I had on jeans. I had right. pretty much what I'm wearing now, like jeans, and she was like trying to offer me clothes. I was like, it's okay. I'm just hiding in plain sight. Like, I think she was probably mortified what mm-hmm. I was wearing, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, no, I don't need to be that person all the time.
2: No, it's, 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 and that's, you know, the beauty of, of this lifestyle is there are so many different ways to do it. You know, I really try to guard against making people feel like, oh, you, you've got to do it this way. I try to point out problem areas. Like, this is an area where people struggle with so that they become aware of them. But I, I try to be really careful about making it sound like I'm, like, up on a soapbox and kind of... Because, pre- every you know, every couple is different. I mean, you guys are like snowflakes and fingerprints. Like, I've mm-hmm. never seen two couples where their dynamic was, like, exactly the same. Right. There may be similarities between them. Right. You know, but the way that they each approach it is differently, the way each husband approaches it, the way each wife approaches it. And at the end of the day, it's all about what you make work for the two of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And of course that comes from, like you said, communication and having that understanding of, um, of what it takes. But one of the things I'm curious about, and I'm sure communication is, is one of those things because you said it, it, it makes you a better listener, but I'm just curious, how has being on this journey, being in this lifestyle, like what, whether it's skills that it's taught you or the way you kind of see things, how has it impacted your regular life? Like things that you take from it, like you said, like becoming a better communicator with your wife is going to have a trickle down effect in that when you communicate with people other than her, you know, you just can't turn off the listing, you know what I'm saying? So, and what other ways has things you've encountered in this lifestyle kind of trickled down into like your actual regular life,
0: um, definitely communication. I also have I have more confidence, mm. and just and I don't have confidence because I'm out there slaying a bunch of. I mean, I'm not doing that. It's just yeah. I just have confidence that of myself in this lifestyle, and that's helped my personal confidence kind of mm. go up. Not that I had low confidence before, but you're just exposed to so many different things that it, it just it's like it just. It makes your mind so open that in every situation, I used to be very like. So say for example, you're in you're driving, and some guy's up behind you, up behind you. Normally I'd be like, "Oh, what a fuck asshole!" Now it's like, "Wait, maybe he's got an emergency." Yeah. So instead of me being an asshole, I'm going to move over and let him go away. Yeah. And I don't know how to tie the two together, but since this, because I'm just, I don't want to say more easygoing, but I'm more open to different possibilities for every situation. Like, That's I don't a judge people. That's a I don't judge people. If you say something to me, I used to, I would immediately have a, I would have a reaction, whether it's good or bad, but without knowing you. And I'll say example, coming to um, this event, there's like two people. I'm like, you know what? And we met them a long t- time ago at, mm. at this event three years ago. I was like, and I told on the car up here, I said, just so you know, there's two people I'm not really, I just,
1: a fan of. I'm, like, not a fa- I'm not a fan of them. I'm, if
0: you want to play with them, it's fine, but I'm not a fan. And, but when I got here, there's two of my favorite people now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, so yeah. that's what has changed me. Mm-hmm. Not being judgmental. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think at the time it wasn't them, it was still it your was, ish, You're still trying to work through things. And so. do make it seem like I'm weird. the one to work through things. <laughs> no, you, like, said, you said it earlier. I need to work through a lot of things, I understand. <laughs> he but said the
0: point I mean, No, no, it true. It are right on them, yeah. Right, it yeah. did. But yeah. so that. So
2: you were projecting. Yes.
0: I guess. That's yeah. exactly. I, I was. And now, and I just think my social interactions vanilla or whatever, are so much better. Um, My dealings with clients Mm -hmm. are so much better because I'm much better at listening. I just understand from a bigger point of view. I feel like I've got this best secret Mm -hmm. of how to have the perfect marriage, and I can't tell anyone about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It always reminds me of, uh, of I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Santa Claus 2. Where his son was a little bit older, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he's having that beef with his dad, and he's like, you know, yes. I'll be at school, and the kids are talking about what their dads do, and he's like, my dad's got the best job in the world, and I can't tell anybody. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my dad is Santa Claus, and I can't, even, I yes. can't even say anything. I got to keep it inside, right? Um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely sitting on this seat, and people, like, oh, how do you guys stay so? And you're like, oh, I wish I could tell you, but I can't, I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, you. we're going to we're going out of town this weekend. <laughs> Just yeah. Like it.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, every time you guys go to town, she always comes back so happy.
0: <laughs> do, do you
2: guys ski? Because she seems to be limping sometimes, too, when you guys <laughs> get back. <laughs> Are you doing some kind of outdoorsy stuff? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like yeah. all the products we get
0: from Amazon to, to keep her going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: that, that, that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on, and we, you know, we talked about this a little bit before uh-huh. we started um, recording, is since I've launched this podcast, I've always been trying to help people better understand, because people always ask me, well, what's a hot wife couple? What's a, a cuckold couple and everything like that? And where, where I see people getting tripped up, not so much as much anymore, just because there's more information out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started doing my podcast, I was pretty much like the only guy talking about this shit. But now there are like, so many other podcasts out there and there are blogs. Like, There's so much more information readily available for people now, you know what I'm saying, to educate themselves. But what I noticed was people would try to those couples into groups based on what they enjoy doing and I've always been like no that's not what makes them some people are just kinky and enjoy different things like just because you enjoy that doesn't make you this couple or that couple it's more about excuse me what your particular power exchange is in your dynamic and the reason why I bring that up is I know from you know from talking to you guys but also from you know watching her videos that you know let's just say Cream pies are your jam. Cream pies are my cream. Yes. Yeah, like it's something yes. that you that you thoroughly enjoy. It's a it's a huge turn on for you. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I know you guys. I've had conversations with you guys, and this is not throwing shade at those who are cuckold couples, but it just illustrates my point that enjoying that activity is not what makes you a cuckold couple. Like I tell people all the time, there are plenty of couples who aren't in that lane who enjoy that, and I would just be curious to kind of hear your thoughts on it and how you came to enjoy it and almost like how you accepted it. You know, like what your journey was to accept it. You know what? Yeah. This is something I enjoy and I'm tired of apologizing for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I,
0: I will basically that, I mean, I, we started this way and I do, I mean, I, it just turns me on and and, yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. I, it would, I would I do, like, i wait, and we would, it was all secret. Did, not, did yeah. not do whatever. And let's talk about what cock holding is. Like, I have a friend
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, who's in this lifestyle, and it, we're talking about this. He goes, he goes, man, we're all cucks. I go, what do you mean? He goes, if you're watching your wife have sex with no man, you're still in cuck holding. It's a spectrum. And then that just kind of resonated with me, saying, like, I don't think there's such, I don't know what a stag is. I mean, there's. People might say they're a stag, but they're if they're not getting turned on by watch if they're watching my wife not getting turned on, I don't know what that is. And so I enjoy watching my wife with another man. Right. The cuckolding thing, it's an evolution thing. It's to me, it is devoting all my effort to her pleasure versus my pleasure, Mm -hmm. and I get pleasure at certain things, but it's her first.
2: That's kind of the way I, I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I would probably, to, to expound on that, because uh, I, I have this conversation often, and I, I consider, that's because I, I consider myself to be a stag. And it's not that I'm adverse to the cuckold label. It's just I know hundreds of them, probably mm-hmm. close to thousands of them by now. And the thing that separates me from them is, is they possess a level of unselfishness that I am not capable of. And I admire that quality. right? But I, and I know that I don't, I don't possess that. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, like what you were saying, I admire the fact that they can put where it's, when they say it's all about her, they mean it. It's all about her. I'm not that unselfish. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, no, I hear Like, it, yeah. like it, I want to see her get pleasure. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to see her get hers, and I'm going to make sure she gets hers. But I've got things in my box, too. You know right. what I'm saying, and I'm just being
0: honest. And I think, well, I think the scenario—you can't compare scenarios because we've been married for almost 30 years, right? So I'm not coming. In, if I was a single guy, I don't know if I would be into the cuckolding thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not into humiliation and all that stuff, though.
2: Those are just other kinks that they enjoy. They, they are,
0: yeah. and, and that's one thing I'll never do is kink shame because as we, the more we're in this lifestyle, we're like, huh. Oh, at first, I thought that was gross, but hey, let's try it. What the fuck? I mean, this is—it's to me, it's a a plate you can do with whatever. It's a, it, it is a canvas mm-hmm. you can paint it however you want to paint it. This is how we paint our canvas. This works for us. This is what we like. There's so many degrees of it. Like, no, she doesn't like take a hammer and hit me in the nut. She doesn't <laughs> kick me in the ball. She doesn't. I mean, there's things I like, um, but it's such a spectrum that it's more about i'm turned on by her pleasure when another man's fucking her who's younger, hotter, bigger cock it turns me on because this is my wife mm-hmm. and once a man can let go of his own ego emotions and totally embrace and embrace that it it's a turn on for me and that's what my thing is so everyone's different what their turn ons on turn ons are um I don't think just watching your wife have sex
2: with another guy is necessarily a cuckhole, but no. but what turns you but on? I, but I, but I, I see how people try to put everything mm-hmm. um, under the same umbrella. Uh, like I said, for me, based on like I said, what I've seen is like I said, the, that level of, of of like total devotion and unselfishness. Uh,
0: yeah, that's I, exactly what what it is. Yeah. Like, I I love when she tells me, like yesterday, she played with someone so. We went down the bar. She sent me the pool. She said, go ahead, have cooked beers, and and I'll call you in an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the pool by myself or at the bar by myself waiting for her, and I couldn't wait to get up there to hear all about it, to maybe watch the video she made for me. Mm-hmm. To me, that's the hottest fucking thing. Like, it's almost hotter than being there. I right. like both, but. Your but, imagination
2: gets to play with you
0: when yeah. you're thinking about yeah. it. Yes. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's me sitting there. The hour is like, okay. Oh, and I was lying up my pool. When yeah. I was sitting there, you're like Did Yeah, you, see, I saw you yeah. in here. Oh, yeah. What time? What time? I don't know. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's the anticipation.
2: I don't know. Filling it's like almost like filling in the blanks. Like you you've you you're writing this story in your mind of, of what's going on, but there are blanks because 'cause you're not there. You know what the, another you- thing about it is guys
0: I talk to who are like vanilla, mm-hmm. um, they talk about Man, if I die, I hope my wife doesn't bang anyone else. Or if she leaves me, uh I bet it's like they they're so worried about what the wife's gonna do without them. I'm now like, hey, I like to see what my wife's gonna do without me. It turns
2: me on. And here's the funny thing that here's the thing that I take from what you just said. It's not I hope my wife isn't happy or I hope she doesn't you know, marry somebody else or fall in love with somebody. Else. I hope she won't bang somebody else. You know what I'm right. saying? It's like, they're they're so fixated on, you know, on the, 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 uh, the, the sexual right. aspect of it. And that's one of the things that's been, you know, fascinating to watch in this lifestyle is watching the wives go on this journey of sexual empowerment. Sexual empowerment. I mean? And, and like, Seeing them 100%. getting comfortable with asking for exactly what they want, exactly what they enjoy, not being afraid of, of, going, you know, of, of going after it. Because you know, I was having a, a, a conversation today with a couple of guys, single guys in the lifestyle, and we were talking about one of the things that we always say to new guys getting in this lifestyle is, yo, man, check your ego at the door. Right. Meaning, right. it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight when you, when you play with a sexually empowered woman. Meaning... You can give her the best dick you got, that God tier level dick. You can fuck the hell out of her. She's going to want more. And it's not a reflection on you. I mean, it's just when that libido gets unleashed and you guys open up and say, oh, and learn like what you're capable of sexually, one guy is not going to do it for the night. You know no she
0: yeah she's never satisfied with one guy yeah. She's was like she's, five or six <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's and, not and the, the reason why we tell
2: them to check their ego at the door is because some guys will take that personal like oh right. i wasn't i wasn't enough for her it's like dude you're never it's, it's, she's she's not built for one guy to be enough for her correct and, that, and there's nothing wrong with that just right. when you're with her sure, a great time if she enjoys herself be happy with that but if you think that she's going to fall on her knees and drop to her feet and like oh i don't want anyone else's dick but yours no, that's not going to happen man and that
0: would make <laughs> it harder for the guy because yeah. what what sh- what suzanne said about being dory mm-hmm. is she's on to the next person yeah. and that's what so that my mind gives me comfort knowing that but then every morning we're together every night we're together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can talk about it, we can be open with it and that's what makes it work yeah. is just what you're saying and then i think you talk about as a husband I mean, you have to know that, obviously, she's fuck, she's been fucking your whole... However long you've been married or whatever. But there's going to be a guy who's better looking than you. There's going to be a guy with a bigger dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's going to be all these things. And once you understand that, it's just... You're just dancing with a yeah. different partner. It doesn't mean that she fucks a guy with a
2: 12-inch cock that... I'm done. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just... well, Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that happens... and you know, I repeat myself a lot on this podcast just because I don't know which episodes people are going to be listening to. Right. right. So I want to make sure that they still get to hear certain right. things. So one of the things that I've I've said often, the area that I see husbands kind of getting in trouble with is they focus on that 5% of what she's getting from other guys that maybe she's not getting as much from her husband Instead of focusing on that ninety five percent of what you are giving to her that no mm-hmm. other guy can That's you know, a good the, that's a very yeah. good like very they're good point. they're so focused on that five percent
1: right you yeah. know
2: because they're wondering like, oh well is she going to leave me for this guy like dude you you have a life with this woman right you, know, you have a family, you have memories, like you have all of this stuff, like you're her confidant, like when she has a bad day, she's coming home and downloading all that stuff like. So what? The guy's got a big dick. Like, what about the ninety five percent of stuff that you are? No, you are one hundred percent right.
0: And I'll tell you one story. Is like it was a year and a half ago. We had this um, take a a house Airbnb where a bunch of lifestyle people came uh, for the weekend. But so Suzanne went a day early, and she met um, a guy that she met at Splash last time. Mm -hmm. So her thing was to have a boyfriend experience. And this is the first time we've ever d- done this. And so she left the night before. I got the hotel form, um, And I was good with it. As long as it didn't come, because then I would, wouldn't would have been good with it. But <laughs> it was really hard, because like, she's down there with this guy. This guy I, she's three hours from the house. Mm-hmm. I, I got the kids. I got everything. But she's having her night, her boyfriend experience night. Um, it was it was, the next day was really hard because I was making food to bring to this party and then I was just, I felt, I had all these conflicting feelings. Like, I mm-hmm. was angry, I was turned on and, and being, it just these weird things. And then, she could tell because on the phone, and then we just, we went to a bar, had a drink and we, we hashed it out and it was just one of those things that, I didn't realize what you just said. I wasn't thinking of the 95%. Mm-hmm. I was thinking the 5%. Right. I was like, well, how many times do you fuck? How long do you fuck each time? Like, that's all I was focused on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell they did. Other than that, they probably just watched TV. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I was only really concerned with the sex. Like how but you're right. I wasn't thinking of the 95% of what we have together. But that experience, again, took me to another level. Oh. She's still my wife. Right. She loves me just as much this morning.
2: Yeah, she came back. Yeah, she did.
0: <laughs> yeah. And now we got a sexy story. And that's yep. kind of part of what I'm saying, the evolution of it, but I think you're hundred percent right. It's I was focused on that five percent. Not the not, I was taking for granted that moment the ninety five percent of her mm-hmm. being my wife. Right. And I think that's it sounds very simple, but for a lot of guys it's 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 hard
2: to wrap your mind around that. No, no, it, it, it absolutely is. Like I said, that's why I, I repeat it because you never know when that light bulb is going to go off for somebody. I mean, and have them realize that, oh, I, I think I'm guilty of doing that. Let me work on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I think it's very important. Like I said, I I see it trip guys up. You know, I mean, it's like, so you're focusing on that one thing that that guy does better. But like I said, but what about all the other 100%. stuff? 100%. Like, what about all the other stuff that you, you know, that you give? And what also it winds up doing is the wives find it insulting in the sense that you think I'm worried more about that than all of this. You know what I'm saying? Like what kind of person do you think I am that I would value? I would put more value on one night of great sex versus this lifestyle that we've built together, this life that we've built together. So when these husbands are tripping over that and focusing on that 5%, the wives almost feel insulted by that. Because it's like, do you think I not see and value what we have and what we've built together? You also have to, like women
0: are more emotional than guys. And I know a fact from Suzanne, if I don't want to do something, she's not going to do it. But you have to be positive and reinforcing you have to give her positive, so she feels comfortable do going on that overnight trip. Mm-hmm. Like if if I all of a sudden have an attitude every time, she's like, "Well, fuck, I'm not doing this because yeah. I don't want to deal with you every time." I, exactly. I, I don't want to deal with the bullshit you're giving me when you come back. So I'm just not going to do it. And I'm like, that's not fair, because I could do she, I can do it tomorrow. She's like, fine. Go have fun. So that's the thing, and that's what the other thing about it is, and about this lifestyle. I don't go on a tangent, but I was getting jealous because she wasn't getting jealous. Mm-hmm. and it, does that make sense like like, wait I'm with this girl you're like no have fun and I was like well fuck you should be jealous <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you but, were having the reaction that I said earlier yeah. right. yeah. but
0: she's like no have fun it's like wait she's again compartment she she understands she's so far ahead of me emotionally oh, yeah. on this thing that it took me three and a half years just to catch up and mm-hmm. I'm still not caught up but I'm a lot closer yeah you're, you're closing the gap you're, it's you're, still a gap I'm, yeah. I've closed it but that's the other thing that
2: learn about this. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I always try to be mindful of time, and there are definitely some things that that I want to get to. Like I said, when I discovered you, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I know that you had your OnlyFans thing going on, and I'm always curious about the wives that do that. Like, one of the things that jumped out to me when I first came across your OnlyFans was like, oh, shit, she's showing her face. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm always intrigued by that, because Mm -hmm. it's like, what decision goes into or what thought process goes into that decision so i wanted to ask you about it because i know that there are wives out there who listen to this who are either just starting an only fans or thinking about doing an only fans and it's going to be different for everybody but i'm just curious to hear your approach to it how did you make that decision to because i think in the beginning you tried to <clears throat> not and then like some videos would and some wouldn't But then I noticed like in the last, I don't know, maybe year or so from watching your videos that pretty much it's always, like I've even seen you in pictures next to a woman where her face is blurred but yours isn't. Right, You know what I'm saying? Because she's still at that phase where she's trying to hide her. So I'm just kind of curious how you got to that point where you were comfortable with doing Um, that.
1: I'm not sure that we discussed it prior. I think that we got into it a little naive thinking Mm -hmm. like who's going to subscribe to my OnlyFans, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that it was just just a little bit of a hobby or, like, uh, we did a it whim. Just, it was a whim. Like, oh, let's see if anyone would subscribe. Um, and, you know, thinking, like, oh, you know, 50 people are going to see my face or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And so it really wasn't a conscious, like, thousands of people are going to eventually see you on video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we are a little naive about that. Um and that's how it and that's how it happened. So then once it started, and we decided that my face would be on behind paid walls. Mm-hmm. Um, that just is, uh, just is what it is. Like we just didn't because necessarily. I mean uh, we still probably are. We still try to on social media or. Like on a promo for a video on a site such as Minivids or Pornhub, um, we still try to make sure my face is not on those promos. Right. That just anyone can scroll through and, and see that you still have to mm-hmm. pay money to get through to see that.
2: Okay, well, I, I definitely appreciate your, your, your honesty, because not, not everybody would be willing to admit that they were naive going into something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that that takes a, we, definitely we had no a bit idea. of self-awareness to say that. Yeah, we Like, we, we started
0: it basically just... Because we we're spending mo- money on these hotel rooms because yeah. we got kids. Hey, let's just... If we can make a couple hundred bucks a month just to cover the hotel rooms so we can swing, mm-hmm. this is great. So, yeah, we, we didn't go into this with a whole trajectory of where we are right now. We've stumbled into where we are. We well, because if ahead. I remember
2: correctly... Trying to remember when I came across you. I, th- I think you guys were doing it before the pandemic.
1: Yes. And then when once the pandemic came,
2: happened, that kind of blew it, it blew up. up. It was like, well, I can't work. And so, you know, but yeah, I remember you guys were doing it like pre pandemic mm-hmm. yeah, before we, the um, explosion really took place. Yes.
1: Yeah. We got into the lifestyle in March 2019. Um, and like I said, we were kind of like, you know, zero to 100 within a few months. Yeah. And, okay. Um, so,
2: because if you got into the lifestyle and you said March of 2019, yeah, and then February I
1: 2020 is we when
2: we met you here, we it, met you in Atlanta. I think it was my first splash, like that, the splash right before the pandemic, yes, that's when yes. we met you, yeah,
1: yeah, February yeah. 2020. Um, so I yeah, think so yeah, you got that move. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty we fast. really did,
2: but, but it wasn't,
0: I mean, I
1: think in August of 2019 is when you started, yeah. the OnlyFans. Um, and you didn't do it behind my back, but I just didn't really pay attention to it, like I. Didn't know what it was, and I didn't, so I didn't really care. Like, I, just do it. Like, I don't know. Just
0: I started it. a Twitter, and she says, what the hell's a Twitter? <laughs> What's really, this Twitter thing? I
1: had no and I, idea. And then I'm like, I was like, like, don't show it. my pussy, and don't show my face.
0: So I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. I remember I was on, on the road. I was on the way to, to, to go to a meeting. I go, fuck it. I'm going to delete it. So I just pulled over. I was so angry, I deleted the whole Twitter account. And
1: then I got mad at you later for deleting it.
0: I'm like, you gave me <laughs> shit about it. Now it's <laughs> it. And that's the whole thing. Like, total 19, we're, we didn't know the fuck right, right. we were doing, right? just You know fun. what started was like, hey, I'm gonna post a picture of my wife on Instagram and see if people like it. <laughs> it was that whole thing. I was turned yeah, I on. Didn't, I mm. didn't even
1: know about it. I
0: started the Instagram, the Twitter, I, and I, I was like, hey, it's like when we got into this lifestyle. Where we were sitting in the hot tub one night at jacuzzi, and she said, "Right, remember that night?" I go, "Yeah, oh yeah." By the way, we have a profile now on SDC. How about this, this, this? And because I'm the one who started, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. And she came along, and she yeah. <laughs> caught up to me r- really quick. Yeah.
1: So so yeah. So it was an accident. Um, we toy a lot to kind of answer your question like mm. in an extended way because on on only fans and or on the videos we didn't really decide that, um, but we struggle often with should I show my face on social media mm. on Twitter on Instagram. Because we feel like it would uh, resonate with people more if they could see my face. That I right. wouldn't just because there's a lot of people that show their bodies. So mm. you know, I'm just one of a sea of people that do that. So we struggle with that often because people in our in our lives don't know. Right. And so if you put it out there, and my face is clear as day, um, it's bound to. I think we're, we're bound to be found out. I much think faster. our
0: our concern is our kids. We just want to make sure that they're a certain age before Mm -hmm. because I don't want to, our youngest is going to graduate high school next year. We're like, okay, let's, if we can kind of keep this a secret because he'll either be the most popular kid in school (laughs) or the one who who gets picked on the most. It's like, and that's why we don't, and then our jobs and so on and so forth. It's like, let's just try to limit it. Now you can find our face online because people are going to pirate stuff and post it, whatever. Yeah, it's everywhere. You deal with that. Yeah. But when we started this, we both said, okay, once it's out there, it's out. So just like I said, we toy with it, but we understand that eventually everyone's going to know. Right. right. So we went into that part of this eyes. Okay. We've come to terms with that or mm-hmm. i think
2: and that's the main thing i try to get across is i just don't want people to have their heads like i don't try to give people like horror stories but i just don't want people to go into it with their heads buried in the sand mm-hmm. it can get bad yeah. i mean it's there we've has heard, people have people found think. out like some of our our, our, our vanilla maybe vanilla
0: squirrel pr- people know about it and rumors and so people in our hometown do know of it mm-hmm. um it does make it uncomfortable I mean, but
2: and that's just being real about it. But yeah. you find out who your friends are. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I mean, I know somebody who, matter of fact, she's here now, who went through something, you know, very recently where you know she was exposed and you know th- people told their family about it and everything. And you know that was one of the pieces of advice that I gave her was I, I know it's tough, but one of the things that will come out of this is you will know who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. Like you'll know who's really about you doing what's best for you. As opposed to them trying to inflict their own moral
0: judgment, exactly like what you said about cock-holding, eating cream pies and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That to me, if my vanilla friends knew, I would be mortified. Mm -hmm. But we gravitate towards lifestyle people, not just because everyone it seems they're open. Well, they're at least more open-minded than they're. um, We were talking earlier. Not they're open-minded. They're just non-judgmental. It's like. All these people are like we love being around lifestyle events. Not necessarily from the physical thing, but right. just, just the like meeting people, and just everyone's just. There's no guard, like,
2: and and there's no judgment. I mean, she's wearing a cum dumpster shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, that's hot as fuck. <laughs> You know, she couldn't wear that necessarily to Walmart or something. No, no, but, no, no. But no. you could. <laughs> well, she could. No, you know. really, you could.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he would. Love I think to it would look. Yeah, let me know, and I'll go. You know, I'll, I'll get some bread that day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, since we brought it up, I do want to give you the opportunity uh, before I, before we get out of it because I always try to be mindful of the time. Mm-hmm. How can people, if they want to write you, like, what it, how do people reach you on like social media? How do they find your OnlyFans? Like. What's your like your Twitter handle? Like mm-hmm. let my listeners know yeah. how they can find my you. My Twitter
1: handle is um, Suzanne Holly Queen of Spades or Q O S I guess you, is the right you want to spell that
2: out because you know there could be hyphens and yeah. facts flashes and yep. so
1: S-U-Z-A-N-N-E H O L L Y Q O S. Okay. Yep, that's my Twitter. And then OnlyFans is Suzanne Holly XXX.
2: Okay. And yeah. you're OnlyFans is linked on your Twitter, so if yep. they find your Twitter, they we can do find have your a link tree on Okay. There, yep. 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 Well, fantastic. <laughs> well, any anything yeah. that you guys want to say in closing before I let you get to the evening's festivities?
0: <laughs> no, if they want to find me, they go to fifty plus stud on twi- Twitter. I, said, I
2: forgot you do have a, a Twitter. Can you, speak, can you spell it? And on I have
0: OnlyFans. It's it's five zero plus stud, mm-hmm. uh,
2: plus spelled t- out.
0: Yeah. It's, okay. it's five zero p l u s s t u d. Okay. So basically, my Twitter um, is uh, is my is Suzanne Holly's husband. Right. Everything I post is about her, like being her husband. And then I have an OnlyFans, and that's 50-F-I-F-T-Y-P-L-U-S 50 stud. And it's a free page that if people want more right. stuff I can't post on Twitter, they go there, that I, and I'm happy to answer questions because I get a lot of people asking me about cock-holding and stuff like that. Oh, this. yeah. How yeah, so so to like,
1: get their wife oh, yeah. in Oh,
0: my God. That, that's the number one question. We, yeah. we actually did a video, how to get how we got – Involved in it, right. and, and if you guys want to go, go go to my OnlyFans. It's there for you guys, free of charge. And so, it's just I think for us, I understand why she likes it so much, and I was hesitant. Now I like it because I can answer people's questions, and there's something about that 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 is nice. Someone has a question, I can say hey, this is what I did. I don't know if it's gonna work for you, but it's 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 nice.
2: No, that's 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 awesome, and I and I and I hope people who listen will go in and and, and kind of check you guys out. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I, I like to, you know, how I like to finish these up is you, you have now start with you, Suzanne, mm-hmm. you have women out there who are listening to this right now, not live, but I mean, when they listen yeah. to the episode, who they're struggling, they're like, well, well, can I do this? Can I still be a wife and mother and business person and, and, and live out these sexual fantasies? Because, you know, let's be honest, society doesn't make it easy for women to be sexual right like like uh, you can be sexual with your husband but anything beyond that there's going to be backlash and all kinds of shit put on you and so a lot of women are still kind of struggling and wrestling with the idea of of, can I do this Mm -hmm. so what would your words of wisdom be for that woman out there who's listening who is struggling right now wondering if she can do this Mm
1: -hmm. well I think we've kind of touched on all the things that come to mind the compart mentalization mm-hmm. of of the lifestyle versus just your everyday life. Just because you choose to do it doesn't mean that your whole life is different. Just on the weekends or whenever you choose to do it. And also having a relationship in which that is rock solid. Like if you don't have a good marriage, then I don't think that it's going to work for you. This is is not the the band-aid. It'll make it worse. Right. If you have a really good relationship and you can keep building on that during with communication and all that, like, um, like we said, we've been married for a thousand years. So we're at that point where... We can either choose to have so much fun all the time. We laugh. We have so much to talk about. We have this, you know, side gig of the OnlyFans that we talk about all the time. We have fun um, meeting new people and all that. Or we can just settle into what everyone always talks about, about when the kids leave the house and then there's nothing left to talk about. And then they're at dinner both on their phones across from each other. So, I mean, there's two extremes there. Mm-hmm. And why not choose the fun road? No,
2: yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, if, if I could, if there was one song, like I always say that this, this, this particular song is like the theme song of the women in, in this lifestyle. Like if there's one song that I feel like encapsulates everything that, that mm-hmm. you ladies are is uh, I'm Every Woman by Shakira Khan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I see these women, they're all of these different things mm-hmm. i mean their you know wife their mother their business owner their you know leaders in their communities but yes she's also a gangbang slut and a hot <laughs> wife and you know, i mean and they, they they do them all very they well they can play them yeah. all well that's yeah. what i mean like they can play them all very well mm-hmm. i mean and they can go How? seamlessly back and forth that's a gift between
0: that, that men do not have mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: And we it, try but we don't do it. We try. Right. They make it look We're so great effortless that. and and pretty. So how about you for those husbands out there who are listening who are like you know I I I want to bring this up to my wife but I don't I don't know how. I don't I don't want her to think that I'm a nut job or 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 something like yeah. that. Like how do you how do you what's your words of wisdom to give those guys the confidence to have that conversation with their, I wives. first ask them, "All right, are you
0: guys solid? I mean, how is your relationship?" And most guys, yeah, it's good, even though they don't. know yeah, It's good. Then I'm yeah. like, then it's like what I tell them is, when you a woman's going to think hundred percent different of what you say. So, hey, honey, I had this idea for you to have sex with another guy. She's not going to hear that. She's like, hey, honey, this guy's married to this woman that I want to have sex with. That so, was the third thing. That yeah. that was the yes. third
2: thing is is he using this as a backdoor to play with other women. And I was like that, 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 that was I, and I was thing. like if that's it <laughs> then stop. It's yeah. not going to happen.
0: You need to go into this, I think. Mm. This is from my my journey is that no, I'm all about you. I just think it would be hot to watch you with another man. And I think make sure that's cool and then I tell people, look, if it's so hard to take, of because most guys are I feel not vanilla like they have always dirty fucking oh yeah. in mind yeah. But women are pure vanilla. A lot of them, you can't just plop her here. You need to kind of slowly evolve, uh, give her things to start thinking about in the back half, and it's a very slow process. And I, and I tell guys, look, have you ever watched porn with your wife? Fuck no, she never did. Well, all right. Well, yeah. first thing is. She needs to be comfortable watching porn with you. Yeah. If she's not, then this is, because this is real life porn. Yeah. It's not happening. I said, if you like interracial, have her watch her interracial vi- videos. Yeah. See what she thinks. I know it sounds ridiculous. You have to find the right vi- videos, but it's just those two things. That yeah, like make you have better. to
2: be comfortable having sexual She's got to trust your her, like.
0: intentions as a husband that, look, baby, I love you. There's nothing more I want to see is this guy named Mike. To put his big fat cock inside you, <laughs> and you to scream and moan and squirt everywhere, and I'm going to sit in the corner Aww. and jerk off watching about it. I mean, it, that's it, that's the crux of it. But then if they're swinging or, or whatever, it,
2: it just I don't know. I'm. Oh, I got you. I mean, the important thing is you you know, you, you got to have the conversation. Yeah, the conversation. You, gotta, it, you can't. You, it doesn't fix gotta, the marriage. Yeah, you got She's got to be comfortable talking about sexual things, right. and if you're not. Like one of the, like similar to what you say, one of the things that I ask guys who are just kind of starting this out is, do you know what your wife's sexual fantasies are? And if they say no, that's it's like great- why, why haven't you had that conversation with her? That's and if you can't get her, to, like if you can't get her to the point where she can have that conversation with you, you're you've got a lot of work to do before you. That's can get better than my answer to that point. That's you a better answer than
0: what I said. You're right. That is. That's it. <laughs> so, X-Nay, the interracial porn <laughs> stuff, she's got to explain her
2: yes. And if she doesn't have them, then dig a little deeper and find out why. Like, how were you raised that steered you so, were you afraid to did. even have and, that?
0: In the jacuzzi, she's like, you remember that night? Were you like it or don't like it? Mm. She just told me her fantasy. Yeah. So, I'm like, game on. Let's go, and that's the whole thing. You're a hundred percent right. If you can get your wife to fess up to her fantasy mm. and be that comfortable with you to tell you that fantasy, you're ninety percent of the way there. Yeah, the rest is just transactional. Because it's now you can tell your fans yeah. account. It's just, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just SDC. It's it's simple.
2: Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said, I, I try to be mindful, and it's even more so here because we have that we, we Yeah, have she to wants get to get laid her, in a little bit. you know. That
1: was past time, actually. <laughs> no,
0: I told him
2: that it would be 8.30. Oh, I don't know what time I told him, but anyways. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys for, for, thank for, 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 for being on. You know what I'm saying? Sorry I
1: made you wait four years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah,
2: yeah. But you were worth it, though. You oh, were worth it, you. though. thank you. Um, so thank you. W- before I get out of here, I do want to thank my Patreon supporters. Like I say, you guys are the, the, the lifeblood that makes this go. If it wasn't for your support, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And, and, and bring these fascinating stories to you. Uh, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, like I say, maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing, and, and we want to see him continue. Um, so with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. I want to thank my guests, uh, the lovely Suzanne, and her cool-as-hell husband, Dirk. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And to my listeners, I will see you when I see you. Peace.